Hey moms, I am so honored to share this space with you and to be able to welcome you to Beyond Motherhood Radio. Here we will talk all things motherhood and parenting, relationships, mindset, child development, and tapping into your purpose, all to help you live your most aligned and best life. My name is Brittany and I am married to my high school sweetheart, a mother to four children under the age of six, a certified parenting coach and former elementary school teacher turned stay-at-home mom. I'm on a mission to help you raise amazing human beings, live your purpose, and stay somewhat sane in the process. If you're ready to go beyond motherhood, let's jump in. Welcome back to Beyond Motherhood Radio. It is a heavy week this week. Uh, Just yesterday, there was yet another school shooting at an elementary school in Nashville, and it's all I can think about. I have admittedly watched too much coverage. I've just seen too much. I've heard too much. It hits really close to home uh, because the school that that experienced this tragedy is very similar to the school that my kids go to. So I don't know. They, they all hit hard, obviously. And this one hit a little bit even harder. So hold your kids tight. I know you will, you know, and, and prayers and thoughts only go so far. I don't like to get political here on this platform at all. But one thing I do know is that we can, within the walls of our home, make the biggest impact. We can raise kind, considerate, compassionate children. We can instill positive values in their lives, we can teach them to stand up and not be bystanders. We can teach them to be upstanders. We can give them the tools to make change in the world and be part of the solution and be part of the kindness revolution. So it's not going to change the tragedy. It's not going to stop the tragedy tragedies from occurring but we can work inside of our homes and raise our children to be the best humans that we can and I hope that this podcast can help you with some of those tools here and give you some encouragement and empowerment that what you do inside your home definitely matters on that note if you Noted the topic of this episode today, and you clicked play, you might have some experience here too. I'm going to switch my switch my thought, switch my focus, and dive into this episode today all about crying. And a little backstory for you. The other week I texted in a group chat with some of my girlfriends who are also moms of toddlers. We all have kids right around the same age. It's actually kind of kind of weird how close they are in age, but I simply asked, do your kids cry every day? And this question was coming off a morning rush, getting our kids out the door for school. I think I was just turning on my car to get ready to go. And I just texted them real quick. But I really think that it actually stemmed from an insecurity that I had a couple of weeks prior to that. Let me first say, my kids cry every day. So if you're thinking, Brittany has studied kids and she's a parenting coach. 
for goodness sake, her kids must have everything figured out, or at least she has everything figured out, right? No, that is so wrong. That is so, so wrong. The reason why I am so invested in this work actually is because I want to be able to use it for myself. I want to teach myself how kids work, how their brains function, how I respond to triggers, how it makes me feel inside, and more importantly, why I get dysregulated at some of the responses that my children have. So no, I don't have everything figured out. And yes, my kids, six, four, two, and nine months, cry daily. So I actually asked my mom. She has five kids of her own and she's a grandmother. I said, mom, do you think that kids cry every day? And her response was so quick and definitive, no. She said, no. I said, uh, okay, well, mine do. And I went in to defend myself a little bit, but mostly I just, I left the conversation thinking, she must have forgotten what taller hair is like, right? There's no way that she's so confident and so clear that kids don't cry every day. Or perhaps it was an expectation in the home that crying was not allowed. I don't remember if this was true or not. So mom, if you're listening, I don't know if I was allowed to cry. I'm sure I was allowed to cry, but I'm not positive on what that stance was. Uh, maybe I, I'm just going to chalk it up, mom, that you just forgot what toddlerhood was like. So there's option number one in my you know, validation to myself. Crying is allowed in our home. But back to, back to this text thread. When I asked that question, I got immediate responses from my friends. And if any of you are in a group chat, you know that there are rarely immediate responses, right? Typically, it's like, when people get off work or when they're at night after dinner and all of the, you know, there's better, there's a better time than not to respond to a text thread because then typically you're kind of like an engaged in a conversation. But this was immediate. It felt like they were almost waiting to feel as validated as I was looking to feel. The first mom responded, yes. The next one said, yes, my younger one more than my older one. The third mom said, oh, yeah. And the fourth mom said, yeah, more so lately. Okay, a sigh of relief. I even sent a gif with a woman saying, I feel validated. But then as I always do, I got curious. Why do my kids cry every day? Also, will there come a day when it will stop? I haven't got there yet. There's a side note there. I have not got to the day where they stop yet. (laughs) Granted, this was only just a few weeks ago. This particular morning, I was feeling triggered, my nervous system was feeling out of control, and my body thermometer was definitely rising. I don't always feel triggered during crying episodes, but sometimes the overstimulation definitely gets built up, and it's just, ah, yeah, triggering. So let's get into crying a little bit, and hopefully we can find some clarity on this topic together. I understand how heartbreaking it can be to hear your little one cry. It can feel really uncomfortable. It's not easy to be with our own discomfort and big emotions, let alone try and be with somebody else's, especially a child's. But I've noticed there are two main reactions to a toddler crying. Two things. One is shutting it down and two is fixing it. So let's go to shutting it down. Shutting it down can happen when we are in the power over parenting or authoritarian parenting realm. In this style, there is very minimal space for a child's feelings, thoughts, needs, desires, wants, and voice. 
the parent is at the top of the hierarchy and the child is at the bottom. The child is to be seen and not heard and a child must be trained on how to be good, aka not cry. This may look like, that's enough, stop crying. Big girls, big boys, don't cry. If you keep crying, then we're going to leave. So we have those threats and just the power over in control parenting style. The second reaction that I've noticed to a toddler crying is fixing it. And this can happen when we're in the role of a permissive or power under parenting paradigm. That's a lot of P's there. This is when parents may struggle to set grounded boundaries, which if you remember correctly, stem from really clear, concrete values. The stress of needing to parent from a place of confidence and leadership can be almost too much to bear. So the parent might prefer to just keep quiet, stay passive, allow their children to make their own decisions, no matter how young. This can be something that can happen in infancy. Parents who are in this paradigm don't believe that they are a commanding leader and they may feel that their child's rejection or no is an emotional abandonment. So they actually avoid doing or saying anything that will upset their child. And we may give in as a way to just make the tears stop altogether. This may look like it's okay. You don't need to cry or don't worry. It's not a big deal. And first of all, it is important to note that this is very common and normal for you to identify with each of these power dynamics on any given day. We're kind of like in and out of all different types of paradigms throughout our day. And that's kind of like, kind of can make, if you if you stop and think about it, it can actually make you feel a little bit nutty, a little bit crazy that we're, you know, asserting our power one minute. And then the next minute we're a little bit permissive. And then we're kind of working in collaboration with our kids. Parenting is not black and white. It's often just really gray. <laughs> we're in and out of different kinds of structures and feeling confident and then feeling, you know, inadequate on the same given day. If you find yourself in one of these roles, you are not a bad parent and you're not doing it wrong. Okay, this is just a way for us to learn and see what it might look like when we're in different types of styles, if you will. Often we react this way due to the discomfort we feel when crying because of what we make that crying mean. And this is huge. So I'm actually going to say it again just to emphasize the point. We often react due to this discomfort we feel with crying because of what we make the crying mean. What do you make your child crying mean about you as a parent? So my child is crying. That means I'm a terrible parent. Or what do you make crying mean about your child? My child cries all the time. So they are a baby. They are spoiled rotten. The story you tell yourself about crying influences your reaction to it. So usually there's a story about crying being bad or being wrong. Perhaps this comes from your own childhood even. Remember, our nervous system stores memories. It stores experiences and stores our traumas. And when we become parents, we are shown these traumas or experiences as they show up or play out with our own children. As hard as it is sometimes to face these things, it's also important not to overlook them and tap into those visceral responses when you have them. The truth is, crying is not bad, it's not wrong, it's a healthy way to release and express our feelings or emotions, just like anger. Actually, crying has many benefits. It allows your child to experience the full spectrum of emotions. 
It releases built-up emotions. It's an opportunity to create a connection. It soothes physical and emotional pain through the release of oxytocin. It disrupts the stress response and allows for recovery from stress. You know the feeling of a really good cry? Yeah. As adults, that's what crying does for us too. But the difference is our children are more open and willing to have these emotional responses and reactions more often. So instead of stifling that, we can embrace it. Maybe we can even join them in a good cry. That's up to you. But I feel like that would be a really powerful experience to just engage in a really good cry with your kid. The most important thing to know about crying is that crying is a form of communication. Behind the tears is a message. It's an unmet need. It's our job as parents to kind of uncover that unmet need, go digging a little bit. Again, I think I talked about this in a previous podcast about finding the unmet need. It doesn't always show up like a sparkly diamond when you dig a little bit, right? It might be something that's so down deep, so deep inside of the earth, deep inside your child that it's going to take multiple times for you to really uncover what that looks like. So if they're crying about similar things every single day, that might be a way for you to see, okay, so at this time, post this activity prior to this thing, if you can kind of pinpoint when the crying or the tantrums are happening, that's going to help you uncover the unmet need a little bit quicker, or at least give you some patterns to work with. Crying is an expression of how your child is doing on the inside. It's communicating a feeling, an emotion, or like I said, a need. Uh, Am I saying that you should be hard on your toddler, purposely make them cry, or leave your toddler to cry alone? No, not at all. None of those things I I feel that you should do in in response to crying. The more you can practice accepting and being with emotions and crying, the more compassion that you will be able to cultivate for yourself and your toddler. And when your toddler cries, your main job is to hold space for their emotions. This means allowing your toddler to express their emotions through crying without putting those judgments and labels on them, without saying it's bad or wrong. It also means following through on the limits that you set while looking at how to meet your child's needs within your personal boundaries. And so we're kind of trying to get away from the permissive parenting where we don't have any boundaries and we're just really honing in on our values in order to create those boundaries for our home. The main way to do this is by giving validation and reassurance of your love. And this is something that's like we can do every day, all day if we wanted. Here are some responses that you might find helpful that could be, again, reassuring your love. It's okay to feel sad or insert any emotion like that. I'm here to help you. I love you no matter what. Do you want a hug? Common things I say to my kids all the time. So the next time your toddler starts crying, remember that it's a healthy form of communication and an important part of their development. While it can be very challenging to hear, try and stay calm and patient and listen to what they're trying to tell you through their tears. Further, if your child cries every day, I'm right there with you. Take the time to get curious on the tears. What are they trying to tell you? With that, have a great week and I will see you next time. Take care. Hold those babies close. 
I hope you loved today's episode, and if you did, would you share it with another mom friend? We cannot support each other enough these days, and perhaps sharing this podcast will bring some light to someone else in your life. Feel free to leave a rating and review so that we can continue to have more important parenting conversations together. See you next time.